Your relationship with God is made up of your thoughts and feelings. And so if you're not exploring those, if you're not offering those to God, if you're not giving those to God, then you don't, might not really be knowing God or having a relationship in that way. Welcome to the Jesus Storybook Bible Podcast, a place where we remind you that grace can rewrite any story, that hope shines a light through our darkest moments, and that God's love changes lives. Here's your host, New York Times bestselling author, Sally Lloyd-Jones. Hello, I'm Sally Lloyd-Jones, author of the Jesus Storybook Bible, which tells the story of God's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Welcome to the show. Sometimes we can get this idea that God is either too busy with much more important things than our small worries, or that we have to clean up our mess before we approach him. So I wrote this in my book, Thoughts to Make Your Heart Sing. It's called, Are We Troubling God? Do you sometimes think you can't bother God? That maybe he's too busy to hear from you? That what you're asking is too small to trouble him with? Jesus said God wants us to come to him like a child comes to her daddy when we're afraid, when we're worried, if we're happy, if we're sad, however we feel, it doesn't matter. He wants us to come to him for everything. Some people think God doesn't like to be troubled with us asking him things all the time. But do you know the way to trouble him? By not coming at all. Isaiah 58 verse 9 says, Then you will call, and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help, and he will say, Here I am. Our guest today encourages us to know that we can come to God with everything, in all of our mess and our imperfections, with all of our feelings, just as we are. What a powerful message of grace Katie Heseltine shares with us today. And in that beautiful way God has of doing things. It turns out it was through Katie's own suffering that this door of hope opened up and became her ministry to others. I know you'll be as encouraged as I was to hear from her. So without further ado, please welcome my friend and now yours, Katie Heseltine. I'm Katie Hasseltine, and I am primarily a spiritual director. I went through training about 10 years ago, and so my work is to sit with people and just accompanion them on their spiritual journeys. What I know about myself now as an Enneagram One is that I had a lot of black and white thinking or all or nothing thinking, or it's either one way or not, <laughs> right or wrong, good or bad. I had all this theology about who God was and how he operated in the world and very little engagement or connection to that God. And so my theology didn't have a box for that because I was under the impression that if I did A, B would follow. And that was a, a function of that black and white thinking. And so I didn't have a perfect kid. I didn't have a perfect marriage. Um, things weren't going exactly as I thought they should. And I, I really had nowhere to go with that because my theology at the time didn't allow for mess or mistake or gray or uncertainty 
or not knowing what was coming. And so for me, there really was this desperation to experience something more than words on a page and ideas and thoughts. And that's where I was first introduced to a spiritual director and I learned what a spiritual director does. And I went to a spiritual director. The cry of my heart was just, I need to know God. I know so much about God and I want to know God. And in that sense, that's why my theology couldn't hold my life. It just, because it was words, it was empty words. It wasn't a relationship. It wasn't a person. It wasn't um, a heart, the character and heart of God that could hold me where I was. I really haven't encountered people that do not like Jesus or do not have a curiosity about Jesus. When you unpack it, it's really the religion part of it. And so it's so interesting for me to unpack with people their different interpretations of Jesus and religion. And what I've found is Jesus is so much more inviting and welcoming to them than they ever knew relationship with God is made up of your thoughts and feelings. And so if you're not exploring those, if you're not offering those to God, if you're not giving those to God, then you don't might not really be knowing God or having a relationship in that way. I also say as a spiritual director, I'm kind of like a marriage counselor to your relationship with God because it's way more complex than most people give it credit. They just assume that a relationship with God is easy or it's not filled with doubt or frustration or resentment. And I think St. Ignatius kind of paved the way for people to really engage with the person, um, the triune person of God. And so I'm really grateful to him for that. And um, he also talked about something called savoring, where just as a spiritual practice, you are focusing on something God did or a moment you felt God's love or nearness or belonging or anything really, but um, to take that memory and hold on to it, to turn it around so that in the moments when you can't feel that, that you aren't experiencing that, you've got something to draw on. And so he really viewed the spiritual life as building upon one experience, one moment at a time, and then that kind of created this well from which you could draw when things weren't going well. And he understood that things wouldn't go well. (laughs) You wouldn't feel the nearness of God every day. You might feel the nearness of God today and you might not tomorrow. So he understood the ups and downs of the spiritual life and kind of made provision for that. So the prayer of examine, as I understood it in the beginning, was this light and easy glance at my day. It's not heavy. It's not a heavy prayer. It's really a reflective prayer that is in keeping with that famous quote, you know, a life unexamined is not worth living. It's a way to examine your life, to see it all before you and offer all of it up to God. So you're just taking a glance at your day and you're noticing themes. You're saying, okay, God, where did I feel near to you? Where did I feel far? Where did I feel loving? Where was I unloving? You're looking at what you were grateful for, what you had difficulty with, where you felt alone. You are doing a quick view of what you need to be forgiven for, what you're confused about. And then you're offering a prayer of be with me tomorrow, just as you have been with me today. And so you're bookending it with presence. God, thank you for being with me. And you're ending it 
with a request for more. As I grew in self-awareness, what I realized is how I have to know who I am in order to know God. And I have to understand how I connect with God and relate to God. And so that self-awareness, which I really learned through the Enneagram and understanding how I am wired to approach things, respond to things, um, helped me. Really, it, it was this awareness of God. I am not a piece of wood having a relationship with a dynamic being. I am a dynamic being in relationship with a dynamic being. And so that self-awareness is really the root of that because that's how I'm engaging God. I am so delighted to read this passage from um, the Jesus Storybook Bible on Jesus teaching us to pray. Hello, Daddy. We want to know you and be close to you. Please show us how. Make everything in the world right again and in our hearts too. Do what is best, just like you do in heaven. And please do it down here too. Please give us everything we need today. Forgive us for doing wrong for hurting you. Forgive us just as we forgive other people when they hurt us. Rescue us. We need you. We don't want to keep running away and hiding from you. Keep us safe from our enemies. You're strong, God. You can do whatever you want. You are in charge, now and forever and for always. We think you're great. Amen. After reading that passage from the Jesus Storybook Bible, I think about self-awareness and how we might not even know why we're running from Jesus if we don't know the feelings and the things that keep us stuck or keep us bottled or keep us running. And so that self-awareness is so important to be able to go to Jesus with your anger, with your fear, with your shame, with your guilt, with your joy, with your hope, with your desires, and be with Him. And just that affirmation and reading, that's how God wants us to come, is with everything. And so my hope when I read that is that... Um, we are welcome. Every part of you is welcome. And um, that's our hope. You can get the Jesus Storybook Bible wherever books are sold. To find out more about the book and all of Sally's other books, please visit Sally at sallylloyd-jones.com and follow her on Instagram at sallylloydjones and at jesus underscore storybook underscore Bible. Before we go, don't forget, God loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Oh, hello, it's me again, Sally. I'm just popping back briefly to say two things. The first thing is, don't forget to subscribe to the show because that way you'll get the stories straight to your phone. And the other thing is, while we're at it, would you rate the show and leave us a review? That would be so great because it helps other people find the show too. I really appreciate your help. Thank you.